I have I have ideas. Setting me up for failure. <laughs> You're trying to Sean Parker this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm CEO of Real Opinions, that, that massive <laughs> industry. We should have one of those screens up behind us, but we're just counting. We cheer every time a subscriber goes up one subscriber. <laughs> we have a party. Uh, sh- oh, I'll try and... Do you want to do the introduction, seeing as you're taking charge of everything this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is our what? What is this? Are we counting this as the fourth or the third in, in the series? Technically we- fourth. Okay, this is the fourth podcast. Uh, the last one was cut short by pizza. Um, but I, I, I have a few. A lot of the things I wanted to talk about were trailers that I know both of us have watched, and I thought we could give our own mini reactions to them. <laughs> but I was wondering, have you seen the Have you seen the Passengers trailer yet? I did actually. Yeah, so that's actually quite. You did, yes. Yeah. That's that. That could be a good starting point. That's 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 big with all the kids now. That they're they're stars. I, you know what? Actually, I want to talk about this. Actually, you know how people always talk about how there are no stars in Hollywood anymore. Mm, like yeah, they always extent, say there yeah. aren't really there. Yeah, there's like there's no stars, and I get what they mean is that there isn't like the star system like there was in classical Hollywood, and it's not like people go, oh, I want to go see that new Chris Pratt picture. But but like I think there are stars. Like I know back then you used to think of like oh we'll go see the new James Cagney film and like that's what it was called mm. the new James Cagney film. Whereas now it's more about you know IPs or genre than necessary. Like people won't go to see I don't know what was a huge hit this year. Uh, Civil War. People can go. I want to go see that new Robert Downey Jr. film. They went. I want to go see Civil mm. War. But at the same time, there are stars, right? I mean, this whole film is literally just... It's entirely look, powered it's Chris by stars. Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence together. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's like a proper... In, in that, like, old-school Hollywood vein in that the entire selling point is that there are two famous people together in it. Like, that that's the, the entire hook. So, I don't think that stars are gone. I don't care to be honest. I don't. I don't give a shit about stars. But um, I, no, I but, wouldn't say that they're. But at the same gone. time, I feel like I get that it's not exactly the same. It's not like because I guess the other part with stars is that they all they like in the classical Hollywood thing is they would craft like an image. So like this guy would only be known for gangster films, and he's like the gangster guy, and you go see his films because he does gangster movies, and he does screwball movies with Catherine Hepburn. But I think if people... The thing is, if actors do that now, they get criticised for doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. Yeah, it's like they're not allowed to specialise almost anymore. Like, it's it's praised more if they don't... If yeah. they, I mean, obviously, you can understand why it's praised if they have a wider range of stuff, like, of, of skills. Yeah. But at the same time, I definitely agree that it's kind of sad that they don't have just this person. Like, as the... The... Yeah, well, like, you don't have, like, even, even... We don't even have, like, to go, like, to the 70s or 80s. We don't really have, like, scream queens anymore. Scream yeah. queens. You know, no, like, big horror actresses. We don't have any... We don't have any Boris Karloffs or anything either. We don't... There's no one who sticks to genres anymore. I'd say there's... It's not really a thing. I'd say there's the one true star of our generation. Or if they do, generation. they're criticised for it. The one true star of our generation. I would say Jason Statham, then. Because he's 
an action start through and through. Yeah, no, the the action, the, the, he's like one of our few proper action mm. heroes as well. Because we don't really get any of them now. Yeah. But him and weirdly enough Liam Neeson are now, <laughs> now actual like they're they're the closest thing we have I guess because that's that's kind of what I think of when I think of stars is I usually think that they're associated with a genre mm. or something and it's and that's like a big part of their their they're like that's how they're used because it's like if you like the other films they're in you'll like this film they're in mm. whereas now everyone just takes whatever they can get. <laughs> Basically. No, I quite like... And also, they don't seem to do the... Um, I was just thinking about this the other night, actually, just because of uh, La La Land again. But they don't tend to do the on-screen mm. star couples as much anymore, either. I mean, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone have that chemistry, and that's definitely a thing that they're playing on to kind of promote the film. But it's... Um, yeah, they don't really have as many of these like classical pairings as you see with this person definitely always goes with this person. It's very mixed match. Well, I'm going to pause it because Harrison's computer just crashed. Okay, I'm back. Right, so you, you, you were talking about La La Land. Uh, yeah, so I was basically just trying to compare it to the fact that you don't really... You don't really get, as similar to having stars, you don't really get star couples anymore. In films, mm, yeah, but they've been in like what three movies now? Yeah, that's in Gangster Squad. That's... Were Gangster... they in Gangster Squad together? Yeah, they're in that one with Steve Carell. Yeah, that one. And was there another one? I think I feel like unless La La Land is the third one. There was one where it was literally just a conventional rom com. There was another one where it was like, uh, Ryan Gosling was like a love agent, a la Hitch. Yeah, um, that's that's crazy, good. stupid love. That's crazy stupid. That's with Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now, yes, I think Gangster, Gangster Squad. Squad was like a third one, and this is like the fourth where they're they're. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, either so way, it's... yeah, they they've been in quite a lot together now. Haven't well, they? I can't really think of any. Bradley anyone... Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence have been like three movies together as well, haven't they? Yeah, but they're not always the couple, though, are they? Like they were in two of them, weren't they? I don't know. I didn't were... see that really old, boring one. <laughs> oh, Serena. Yeah. Oh, no, he's saw four he's... movies. Yeah, because he's in Joy, isn't he? Isn't he? He's he's not. A, they're not a couple in joy. But he's in it, so they've been in four movies he's, together. Yeah, that's true. But now now she's dumped him for the for the newer model. So <laughs> but yeah, no, I I quite like that. That's how they're kind of advertising it as like the classic star thing as well. Because while you were gone, I was also thinking about the fact that they don't really do kind of going on from the star thing they don't really do adult rom-coms anymore i know that's not like something that you're gonna go oh damn i miss, I miss what are adult? That, that sounds like a seth rogan movie no <laughs> oh that's actually sad that it's, they're probably the closest you could get to... they're, they're knocked up's decent i quite like that's what it. i'm saying that that's yeah i i have i haven't watched it so i can't really knocked up like... is genuinely all right like it's of all of the Job Apatow ones, it's the least indulgent and potentially the funniest. I have heard that, yeah. So, yeah. I know, I listened to an interview with him the other day, and up until that point, Who? I was just... Apatow or Apatow. Rogo. Okay. Apatow, and I was completely ambivalent about him, but he actually sounded, like, quite intelligent and quite mm. smart, which I know that a lot of the comedian directors are, but it was just the fact that I, do, I don't like any of his, uh, any of his films. Well, like, obviously we hated that one. Train wreck. Oh yeah, well he did he direct that? Or yeah, he, he directed it. I mean, he didn't yeah. write it to be fair, because I think he writes the ones like the 
the personal projects like Funny People and Knocked Up, but he didn't write Trainwreck. That was her, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he's just... I think he's just... He's like a ringleader more than he is a director. Yeah, well, I mean, he has, like, involvement in Anchorman and things, and I like Anchorman. I know Anchorman's the bad, but I, mm. I like Anchorman. And he has, like, a, a... He's produced quite a lot of movies that I do think are funny. Yeah, and I think he's got... I think he's just got a good sense of what's got a good funny. He's got a good group of friends, is what we're saying. <laughs> he's got he's got good friends to leech off of. He's got good friends and good money, and he keeps making more money, which and more to... friends. Yeah, exactly. because oh. <laughs> everyone wants to be his friends because he has money. I want to I mean... be his friend, <laughs> but I won't make him any money. <laughs> Well, then you got to go. If you're not making money, you can't be his friend. That's so. what happened to Catherine Hagel. Just... <laughs> anyway, so, passengers. Yeah, that that one got really really sidetracked. <laughs> but but uh, what what I was meant to say with the rom com thing is that basically, this is sort of like a rom com. Sort of, it looks like it from the beginning. Yeah, it looks um, like it. It like the first. I don't know how much of the film that is, though. But, like, the first mm. half of the trailer looks like that. But I don't know if that's just the first ten minutes of the film or if the last half is the last ten minutes of the film. But I can't imagine that, that like, that the whole film is going to be one or the other. Mm. What did you think of the trailer as a whole? I thought it was thoroughly average. Yes. And, and, and if the yeah. two people weren't in it, I wouldn't have even blinked, I don't think. But my eyes went famous people, and I recognized them. And when I recognized, there was one bit I really liked, and that was the bit where Michael Sheen robot smashed his head on the bar <laughs> and flew across. Yeah, that was hysterical. That was actually the best bit. That was genuinely the best bit. I'm just, I'm really, I'm, well, one. I had to, surprisingly, I didn't think I had that many thoughts at the time, but now looking back mm. on it, I did. Have, Right, so one while it's still fresh in my memory, I'm gonna get sick to death of all the of all the Kubrick references that the critics. Have yeah, made. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've got what two thousand one, obvious. The Shining, go. The Shining from the mm. bar. I, God forbid what other stuff comes out when it when it if, when the film gets released. Oh, I'm gonna hate it if they do one one like steady cam shot. Every like critic is gonna be yeah. like scribbling in their notebook, like uh, looking around, like, like hoping no one's copying them, not realizing <laughs> they're all writing the same thing. They will just chant, "I'm original, I'm original," <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll give it five stars because they were so happy with the film because of how clever they thought they were i don't think i think it will get like three stars around the board it'll be like you know when like those big will smith movies come out where it's like they're quite old now they're like like five like seven years ago or whatever like a big will smith movie would come out Wild and Wild the whole dr- the whole draw would be that will smith was involved in it and they'd all like i am legend hancock all of them like three stars they're fine and then mm. they fade away and I, I, that's exactly what I anticipate this being. Yeah. And Is it just, I didn't believe like it's, it's bad that within a trailer I didn't believe their relationship. <laughs> there are a we. They do. They do. They don't seem to fit at all. Yeah. I, I did think that was a bit weird, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting. I like Chris Pratt, but I'm starting to get concerned now that Hollywood has actually confused him. 
for legitimate, serious leading man material when he's mm. he's he's funny leading man material. He's Star Lord. Jurassic Park worked, but I feel like the now like the Magnificent Seven trailer. It's like, look, he's cool, and it's like, no, he's supposed to be funny, cool, not like yeah. a genuine badass because he doesn't look or act or sound like a genuine badass. He looks funny and sounds funny, yeah. and and that's who he should be. But this trailer did not give you any hint that that's the Chris Pratt it is. This is serious Chris Pratt. And even when he did the jokes, like with the robot, it was like... I don't remember it, the jokes. There was the joke with the little robot. That was the one joke in the, in the whole trailer. And it was the beginning. What, what okay. was it? He literally just sends a robot to her with a note asking her out on a date. Oh, that bit. Yeah. yeah. But even that, that, that's played very, like, flat. Mm. Like, did, have you watched... I'm guessing you've watched Park and... Parker's a wreck. It's a bit. I've, I've, I've watched, like, the first season. I've seen... I've definitely just, seen season one. I just want him to look at the camera and smile. Like, yeah, just, just give some goofy. knowing that he's yeah. actually... But, yeah, he's goofy. Like, sure, you can have different variants of funny, but he does goofy very well. Yeah. And it's just... that That's what he's best at. And I don't... I don't want to see it. Yeah, like you said, I don't want to just see him be another pouty, hunky guy. Which is what he looks like in this, right? Like, and it was the fact that, just for basic... I said to you a while back that I hate it when people say, I hate it when people make criticisms about a film by saying how they would improve it. Like, because mm. for me, it feels more like ego stroking than actually like providing yeah. criticism. But for this, I want to, I want to try and do it for a trailer. I want to be the ego guy. But um, just for instance, like, it, I think the problem with this trailer was partly in that. Not only did it kind of just give so much away with the fact that they're going to have to save this whole ship full of people. Ooh, scary. Like, yeah, and that's, I don't know if that's the last 10 minutes exactly. or the whole film. I don't know if yeah. that's the synopsis. Is that like, and then, and then the whole film happens with them? Or is that the last, is that the exactly. end of the movie? And I don't know. Like, and it, I didn't know if it was meant to be entirely action or like, like I said, like a romance comedy that goes into rom -com? an action yeah. film. Or, because it just kind of felt like, and they've introduced it really weird. So it introduces with them already knowing each other. And then, mm. not like doing a flashback, but it was just like, uh, oh yeah, also this happened. And then, so it doesn't really establish their relationship and then cuts to the scenes of our relationship is so strong that we're sacrificing ourselves for each other. <laughs> and I'm like, at least like put in, like start with them waking up. Put in a shot, put in a shot of them going on a picnic or I'm something. I'm not kidding. Just do, <laughs> do that. I'm not kidding, a shot of a space picnic would, one, make me think... Space picnic? Space picnic, one, that would make me think, okay, at least this has got, like, some knowledge of how stupid it is. Two, mm. it's like it shows that they've actually got a funny bone. And three, it's actually going to show them building a relationship that you can then go, oh, when the sun explodes, that's, that's, ooh, I feel bad for them then. It took it took it took visuals straight from sunshine as well because it's yeah. that shot with them watching stood in front of the yes. sun in from their room and it's like that's the sunshine room you can't do that it just yeah just it felt like it was ripped from a it was felt like it was ripped from a the Hollywood of, manual I got I got a bit of Wally -E as well <laughs> like 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 the space station looks like where they live in Wally -E, <laughs> where all the fat people are floating around. <laughs> I just, is the villain the wheel? Is it the ship's? <laughs> is it the ship's wheel? It's, uh, it's, and the fact that he then said at the end, what is it? He said at the end, we were really woke up early for a reason. 
won't you let me? Why don't you let me speculate on that while I was watching the film, rather than now? I, <laughs> so it's like, uh, what is the point in like say it's like um, just flashing up just before the title? There is a twist. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm supposed to like rub my hands and start speculating now about what this thing is based on no information. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like I'm supposed to be going through frame by frame through the trailer trying to figure out why they were actually woken up. But I don't care mm. because I don't, don't care, care about the characters. They haven't been on a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to care about these people if they don't have a picnic? But just and the thing is, it just, it just had such like a bland visual style as yeah. well. And, and and the thing is, like I I because this is the thing is that like I know Chris always says that. I complain that we don't get enough original sci-fi movies, but then whenever they come out, I don't like them. But it has to work both ways. They have to be good. You can't just like them because they're original. And so, be good, please, because I want more. Everything's decent. (laughs) Be good. Everything decent about this trailer, you could literally take a screen cap and compare it to where it was referenced from. Yeah, like everything that was looked interesting was ripped directly from something else, like completely directly. Like the I, for mm. the, the the guy at the bar is literally doing shining cosplay, like, <laughs> and yeah, but the guy in the shining never smashed his head against the bar and flew around because that would be ridiculous. And also because that's that that's w- either two things. One, either it's like. Uh, the gravity in the ship has changed or something like that. So that's them going on a barrel roll or something. So it's meant to show, oh, mm. the ship's crashing. In which case, that'd be really funny if he's just going like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> or that's his weird malfunction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that That's how he malfunctions. Or, 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 yeah, they're saying, or it's like the ship turning evil and that's like him actually like losing his <laughs> shit. He's like, like the ship is having a temper tantrum, so he's just gonna like smack his head on the bar. Either way, it's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, either way, there's no way I can take it seriously, and it was it was the funniest moment of that trailer, by far. <laughs> so I'm still just thinking about it. <laughs> okay, I, I. It's not that funny. <laughs> so just to recap, it doesn't look good. It could be good. I expect... I I expect three or four star reviews. I expect I will give it a five. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you meant five stars, not a five oh, out no. of ten. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I should, I should have actually... Yeah, I should have clarified that. Five out of ten. Five out of ten, probably. <laughs> I expect it will be my favourite film. <laughs> <laughs> Best film ever made. Passengers. I hate, I hate the name as well. I do too. I don't like it at all. It's stupid like, title. I get the idea of having the one word per title gives it a bit of mystery, but at the same time gives it a bit of impact if you just say one word. Like it's more people are more mm. likely to remember one word than a long sentence or something. But mm. such a eh word. Well, to be fair. If you want a if you want a memorable, beyond stupid title, I have another one, yeah. the Bye Bye Man. That was garbage. <laughs> that that looked like his st- that looked like the next 
um, friend request. It looked so idiotically... It looked like so idiotically mundane and generic, and it looked like just the kind of thing like I could imagine being sat in the cinema next to a bunch of idiot teenagers, and like one of the girls would go, "Oh, that looks scary. We should see that," and I would cry inside. It is. It's. I don't like to attack audiences, but it's the kind of film that is appealing to morons, morons, and <laughs> and teenagers and teenage morons. It just. It looks so stupid. It's. 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 It looks. Exactly like every horror movie made in the last five years had like a massive orgy and just made the most bland, the most generic, the most boring thing. It's it's sinister with a, a little splash of the conjuring and a dash of insidious and it all just merges into nothing. It, it manages to mix everything and just be nothing. And and the whole central idea is that he's like a like a Bloody Mary Candyman type thing where you can't say his name or he'll show up, but you can't think his name. How does that even work? How do you not think something's name? As soon as it's told to you, you've thought of it. If I go, don't think the bye-bye man, you've thought the bye-bye man, he should be after you because <laughs> I've said bye-bye man. And as soon as someone says bye-bye man, you're thinking bye-bye man. Like... What, what do you have to... How does it work? What if you just have, like, a passing thought about it? Does that count? Or do you have to literally think the words bye-bye, man? I don't get it. How... What? What's the criteria for this? What's the criteria for thinking about the bye-bye, man? <laughs> I'd like, I want it on the record that I've been, I've been speechless <laughs> since that name was uttered. I wasn't just... I wasn't just taking it. I, was just, I can't think of anything that... I haven't. Oh, oh, I haven't watched the trailer. Oh right. Okay. No, well, you I'm basically watch it now. He haunts people. I was gonna say okay. I didn't. Um, uh, <laughs> because I started watching. I put, we we got sent it on our Facebook group, and I opened it in the office, and it was literally just flashed up. Bye bye, man. And then it's just a woman, and it was the girl in the train, and I had to stop it because I. Uh, I was like <laughs> holding back laughter so much that I just couldn't watch it in, in the. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. I, I don't want. Well, I want to get that that fine bros money. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first three seconds. Oh my god! Just... <laughs> you can't say bye bye, man. She's, she's, <laughs> like she's, she's just like. Just turn to the train. What? <laughs> right. I'm gonna just watch it on. Oh, what? Is it? Oh no, it's not in a different aspect ratio. It's just like they're showing different photos. Okay, right. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he, he is. He is. What, what do they call? I mean, he's got a stupid Bagul. That's the one from Sinister. He's got a stupid name as well. Pagool and the Bye Bye Man. It just looks like Killer Croc from Suicide Squad. It just looks like... It does, doesn't it? No, it, it does. It does. It's This just looks like the not only the most generic thing, but so lame. <laughs> like It just looks so lame. And it's everything wrong with everything in the world. I it, hate it already. I just... I don't know how you could possibly sell this film based on the name. Why? Why are the teenagers making out in the cellar? I don't. I don't care about this. 
<laughs> I'm scared by the. <laughs> There's a Dementor in his room. I just. I don't. <laughs> I don't care about this at all. And it, it's just. But it was. Well, for me, the central. It was the, the, the reason that I picked this one, the reason it made me so angry, beyond the fact that it has no original ideas. And it looks like everything else that's come out in the last ten years. The reason I picked it is just because its central concept is so stupid. I can't, you can't think the name. There's no tension there because I can't see what they're thinking. Unless you're gonna have like Inside Out style bits where the emotions like get the the memory of the Bye Bye Man and go, oh, we're gonna make them think about the Bye Bye Man. I'm not gonna know if they're nearly thinking his name or not. This trailer's brilliant. <laughs> just got to the bit where the maggot comes out of her eye. <laughs> oh yeah, that bit's funny, isn't it? She just looks really confused. I think it's better. I'm not listening to it. <laughs> the emo person with their bleeding eyes. And uh, yeah, I think it's better without the sound because you can realise how they did steal it from everything. Like they're looking at like sinister yeah. footage on an iPhone and stuff like that. And it is just yeah, bye like, bye man. What a there, although the, no no there is there is there's a bit in the trailer where he's looking at the uh, on the iPhone and then it moves. Yeah. And that's straight out of the Babadook when she's watching him on TV. So there's there's just another one there. There's a, there's another steal. And doesn't it? Pl- I think. Oh no! No 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 no! Was this the one that played the It Follows score? Did it play? It, oh, yes. It plays the It Follows score as well. So it's literally it's literally every horror movie. Don't think it. Don't say it. Well. Yeah. Don't think it. Don't think it. How am I supposed to know if the characters are thinking it? I I will. <laughs> there's no tension there. I can't see inside their heads that they're nearly thinking. I think it's very good advertising because I did just manage to say exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I will not think to say it. I will not think to talk about it. I will forget. Oh, it's such... I'm, that was, yeah, that, that's... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it plays It Follows in the, in the trailer as well. I'm pretty sure it takes that music. And also, can we... Do, right, I get why they are doing the mini teasers at the beginning of trailers now. Like... Oh, I hate I them. I hate them. them. Like, why would you spoil something that you're going to see in two minutes' time? <laughs> I mean... It's like attention spans are that no, bad now that I people... why they do it, because it's... It's cause, so you don't skip them on exactly. YouTube. Exactly, yeah, so it's when they the come five, up it's as the five YouTube seconds. trailers, and so people see these five seconds, and they're like, oh, the bye-bye, man, that sounds incredible, <laughs> I want to I watch this. <laughs> so it's like, so it says what the trailer's going to be before they skip it. I also I finally got around. You mentioned it last week. I finally got around to watching the Annabelle two trailer. I didn't, and that one depresses me. It depresses me because it's made by the guy who's directing right. it. It's the guy who made Lights Out. Oh. So you know how we were saying that he had promise, and that you even said I didn't like Lights Out, but I might like this guy's future yeah. films. Well, no, they've they've taken him from kind of on the on the Blumhouse. Um, you know, on the Blumhouse conveyor belt, and literally put him making the most Blumhousey of them all now. They've literally like, like it's it's the same. Like you know how disappointed I was when I found out Adam Wingard is making a sequel found footage film to the Blair Witch. Like it's that again. It's like oh, I thought you might, I thought you might do better than it's that. A, okay, it's a stupid, just career move as well. I mean, it's because it's. It's just it's a step backwards to make a sequel to someone else's. That's what I film. thought. That's what I thought, especially when it's a horror movie yeah. sequel. Like, yeah, okay, if you're offered a big budget sequel, then you're taking a step up into well, another arena. But to go from go from making your yeah. own horror movie 
with the same budget. It's like, why couldn't he make Lights Out 2? If that's what he wanted to do, I'd have, uh, he, I feel like he'd have a bit more integrity yeah, if he did Lights already, Out it's, 2. It's the fact that if he hadn't made an original film, and if it was like, this is his first thing coming onto a sequel, mm. then I can understand it. It's regardless of whether or not you think it's going to be a good film, you want to get that first feature. And if you can prove yourself with the sequel to something like that, then you're essentially like set to yeah. eventually make your own thing. I, w- I don't want to go into... Like, if I was ma- trying to make films, I wouldn't go, oh, I want to make an original idea and then take someone else's and make make it... It will be going like... to be worse than, the, than Annabelle. It's going to be worse. Mm. I can't see yeah. anything redeeming about that story that you could then... I think it's... I don't know, but from the trailer, I got the impression that it's a prequel to this prequel. Oh, because Annabelle's a prequel to The Conjuring, and this is a prequel to Annabelle, I think. I hate, I hate Because it had the little girl... I hate them. Yeah, they're the worst. Because they explain... Because the whole... One of the whole, like, joys of some horror films is that things are scary because there's a degree of unknown. Mm. I don't think you need to give nothing away. I'm fine with characters having backstories and you having some stuff explained. But if you actively retcon that and actively explain stuff that wasn't meant to be explained... That's when you're just fucking with it. It's like the Rob Zombie Halloween movie goes back. The first half of that movie is a prequel, and then the second half is an actual remake of Halloween. So it's like trying to sort of expand upon Halloween by giving you what happened before it. And what it does is it gives you Michael Myers' childhood. So this creepy imposing, mysterious killer who you know nothing about in the original mm. Halloween. He is literally a dude with a mask who you don't know. You don't know why he's doing it. You don't. He's, he's just this haunting spectre. And this film literally, literally shows you him as a little kid. And he's not scary anymore. I'm just watching him grow well, up. Like, like This is so mundane defense, now. But I'll go back on it. <laughs> they do show that he is a little kid in the first one. But it's no, that's true. That's true. They show it through the it's mind po- of him, and you're like, "This is an yeah, adult." It's POV. It's POV. It's two minutes, and it's the moment where he's yeah. killing. Whereas what I'm saying is that Rob Zombie. Yeah, and they're giving a reason. Shows him everything. They they show they everything. They give a reason they show, for why they, he they, killed his sister. Yes, yeah, exactly. He's abused. He's abused her because you don't know why he killed his sister. You don't know what caused him to snap. Mm. And then especially with the ending, you don't know. Like, if he's, like, possessed, or if he's, like, he's some spiritual mm. thing because he just can't die. Like, that's also the mystery of mm. it. If he's just a regular kid that had a had a problem with his sister, that's... They show you him getting bullied. They show you his oh, sister's gets, oh, life. And it's just no. also point. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's so... it's just, And then they show you, like, his time in the, in the psychiatric hospital as well. Right. It's so, it's so unnecessary, yeah. isn't it? It just stops him. It just makes him a dude. It just makes him a normal dude. And it also, because he grows from this wimpy little kid into this massive hulking man, and you have like no idea when that happened. Anyway, I don't like horror prequels more so than other prequels. There is a trailer recommendation on my YouTube next to the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna click it. I I hope. Wait, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Is it what I think it is? Is it the hand yes. film? Yes, I saw that. It's a joke. Oh. It's a joke. I thought it was a real film too. I genuinely, th- I saw that too. And I was about to send it to you and then realised that it was a oh, joke. such a shame. It's not a funny joke, but I thought, I th- that it was it Handjob Cabin? Yeah, it's called something. Handjob Cabin. And I was, 
Uh, I saw it and my, my eyes just light lit up. <laughs> yes. Like no, I thought I thought the exact same thing. A, it's Sorry. Oh, it's, oh, it's 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 ju- it's not even a film. It's not a film. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, a fake. Tra- right. It's yeah, the trailer is all that exists. Moving off of trailers, I do have a little thing I want to talk about that just I mean it's not big news or anything, but I think it, it's topical at least and uh, and it's something that I find interesting. The director of the Blair Witch Two, not not the new Blair Witch, Blair Witch Two, which came out you know early two thousands. Recently, um, because of the release of Blair Witch, he did some tweets about about the about his film about his Blair Witch Two Book of Shadows. I'm going to call it Book of Shadows so that it's more mm. obvious what I'm talking about. And he did some tweets, and then he had an interview with I think it was Deadline, and he started talking about Blair Witch, about why he hasn't seen the new Blair Witch. About the studio intervention, which I thought was oh. is 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 becoming a thing we're talking about all the time. The studio intervention that you have with Blair Witch Two, and some of it was really kind of like again, he seems like a smart guy because Blair Witch Two is is shit. Mm. Blair Witch Two is really. I've heard anything about but it. it so does seem, I, I wouldn't. Well, basically, I I can give you. I think it's probably semi important. I give you a bit of backstory. So Blair Witch Two, I think it came out like it might have come out like a year after Blair Witch. A very like quick it was turnaround. Very, very quick turnaround. It isn't a found footage movie. Okay. It is. It's about a bunch of people who go into like what? What was it? It's like the. Do you want me to look it up? I think they they go. No, is it where they go? Is this the one where they go to where the like the film the first Blair Witch is a film in this mm. film. You know, I'm so like oh. they've seen the Blair Witch. So I it's think like what humans they try to do later on. Yes, 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 yes. And it's confusing, and it's not scary, and I don't even know what it was trying to be, because it's like, they all they all pass out uh, after doing something, like, they have, like, a weird ritual around the cap- campfire, they're trying to summon something, because one of them's a wicker, that's it, you know, whatever you call them, Wiccan? Wiccan, you know, yeah, like, one of those... American yeah. witches or whatever they... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, um... And they have a ritual, they pass out and they forget everything, and then creepy stuff happens. Okay. And it's 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 very dull, it's very confusing, nothing really happens and it's quite stupid. And most importantly of all, it doesn't really have that much to do with Blair Witch. It, it feels a bit like, what what's this got to do with it? anything? And also, it goes with this really creepy, kind of unsettling tone... But it keeps playing Rob Zombie music throughout the whole thing, which is just funny. Like, really loud, <laughs> heavy metal rock music opens the film. But um, anyway, he the guy who made this is now apparently quite, quite a respected documentary filmmaker. So it's quite odd that he made the Blair Witch film that wasn't a documentary. <laughs> he made the only one that wasn't. <laughs> but he was saying that apparently the studios kept trying to, like, interject and make it more conventional and put in more gore and put in more jump scares which does sound weird because i don't know what was was in the film without those things (laughs) i don't know what happened but um he did say that it seems to have been another case of of a studio cut being quite different from his cut and he was saying that at that point in his career he didn't want to um to say no he didn't Mm. have he was like I, I want to make a name for myself in Hollywood. So, yeah, 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 whatever you say, fine. 
fine. I will, I will let you walk all over me in exchange being for able to make a film. You know, be, being able to make a film too. Yeah, and he said like now if I was doing that, I would have taken my name off the film. But back then, I just wanted to have my name mm. out there, and um, and then he was saying like oh, when it came out, uh, critics like destroyed it. Everyone mm. hated it. And he felt like like that was genuinely upsetting because it wasn't what he intended. But one of the things that he said that I did think was really weirdly interesting was he was talking about how people have kind of talked about Blair Witch 2 now as a total failure, a commercial failure, and a mm. critical failure. And, you know, that would make some sense because it took, what, 15 years for another Blair Witch film afterwards. It was the studio's second biggest hit of all time. The studio's second being biggest the hit of all yeah. time. The first, the first being the Blair Witch Project. So he right. made, like, the, the second most successful film, and yet somehow it was a failure. But I just thought it was interesting that we have, like, another example, this time from a more low-budget kind of mm. area, of a studio fucking with a film. And, again, it's the same thing, because I think he probably pitched something very weird and different, and they'll have said yes, and then halfway through went, actually... Could you could you mm. not? <laughs> and so what you have is this really odd film that's trying to be psychological, trying to be kind of experimental and weird, but at the same time, it's so lazy, kind of cheap, and ev- everything cliche and annoying about horror movies. And I think you can really... Now that I know that that's what happened, I think I can sort of understand it a bit more. I think I can see how it is a film that has been messed around with and that is, like, half director's bizarre idea and half studio going, make it more scary (laughs) in jump-scary way. But he also said that he won't see the new film because he's, like, like scarred by it. Because, you know, he makes documentaries now, and I don't know if he's made any other narrative... I know documentaries, narrative films, Mm. but, you know, I don't know if he's made any, any other like fiction film since but it's, it's like it's really kind of like he's really i don't want to ever see it i'm sure it's a good film but i want nothing to do with any of it oh, wow. and yeah it was it was kind of sad mm. but it makes me wonder if this new blair witch because i haven't seen it but i know a lot of people have said that it's the exact same film as blair witch people have said it, or because yeah like people have as as blair okay. witch project and I feel like it's it's almost like another uh, Force Awakens situation where people got so pissed that the follow ups weren't was so radically different that they've now made this reboot mm. it's the exact same. <laughs> because I don't know why why would you make the Blair Witch Project again? I suppose I mean it's, it's not like you can do anything new with it with with a bigger budget because it's all just people running around the forest going ah. I can kind of understand it's that, but at the same time, we are, I mean, with it is it is has been sixteen years, seventeen years since the first one came out, which mm. in that time, that's like a whole generation of film watchers. I mean, I've never felt the need to watch the Blair Witch Project just as I'm not a horror fan or something like that. I. Well, also because even though you haven't seen the Blair Witch, you've seen the Blair Witch Project by now. You've seen it in all the films exactly. that have followed. You've you've seen it. There's nothing that you knew. And so I can it. see why they'd get 
kind of up and coming director to re I can see why it'd be a remake worthy film and I feel mm. like it's kind of in that spot where it was too young to completely remake it but it was too old <laughs> yeah. to just do a sequel and have people and have the new the, the current horror watching understand yeah. it because I mean this is the Slackers Club it kind of film. Actually, that's what they did. They did Blair Witch for the recent Slackers Club. That's why I remembered it. It's, yeah, oh, did they? It's for that student kind of age group. It's for, uh, like, uh, what, 15 is probably what it is. 15 to 25 age group. That's what it's aiming for. And I think, yeah, after so many years, I think a good majority of those people wouldn't actually have watched the Blair Witch Project. So I can see why, why they wanted to kind of do a soft reboot but I don't... That's what it is. It is a soft reboot because yeah. it is sort of a sequel, but it is the exact same film. It is, the, it is Jurassic at the World same time, or, I'm like, or uh, Force I Awakens. I can see talent in Adam Wingard, definitely. It was like he was just a mm. better, like more so than the Lights Out guy. I said that about the Lights Out guy. Adam Wingard, you can definitely mm. see it. And he's yeah. got stuff coming out, like he's doing the Death Note film that I'm... Is he still doing that? Yes, yeah, it's for Netflix as well. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if that had fallen through because he was doing this. So I didn't exactly I didn't know yes. what was happening he anymore. Almost sort of also says that it was a very rushed thing with this Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but I don't know when he made it though because it was a secret thing. Like, did he make it this year? Did he make exactly. it exactly twenty years ago? I don't know when it came. It, could, when it, it was could made. Have been like an old thing that they just took ages editing or something like that. I don't know, but what was it? But yeah, it's and it's kind of a shame to see that. Um, kind of switching. Is there anything else you want to say about that? Or yeah, until I've seen it. No. Um, the uh, the Death Note film that he's doing. Uh, do you know anything about the original Death Note at all, or these like the story? Uh, I I I know that you write someone's name down, they yeah. die, and there's that weird there's that weird thing that that looks weird. Like monstery uh, looking guy, Shinigami. Yeah, sure. yeah, I remember the name from <laughs> ages ago. Um, but basically, so that's like I was excited for that. Uh, Willem Dafoe is going to be the Shinigami, which is like, it's if you could get one human to play that yeah. role, <laughs> like Willem Dafoe is a pretty <laughs> good call. But um, yeah. the bit that kind of got me a bit worried with that is that. I like I like Adam Wingard, so I thought, oh, if this is like good, this could be the project where it's not original, but it's something that he could really shine at. And with a Netflix film, mm. it's got such a wide audience that it goes out to immediately that it would be enough to get his name into the spotlight, yeah. which has sort of slowly been happening with the guest, which is on Netflix. And um, but he's put out a statement saying, "Don't worry, fans, this is going to have all the." Uh, was it all the nudity, language, and violence that's in the that's in the original? To which people say, like, there's, there's no nudity in the original. <laughs> there's none. Really? <laughs> and so it's, like, oh, it's, oh, so I, it's I quite, like, strange. So it feels like he's, like, and it's, I mean, there is violence in it. But, it, like, the most violence is, like, when you write down what how a person dies, if you don't write down how they die, they just have a heart attack. So that's, like, mm. not that violent. I mean, it's, it's just not, there's not that much violence that's like horror level violence there's not that there's no nudity there's like yeah. there's not there's not even that much swearing like it's it, it's just kind of oh, very okay. much about the cycle like 
it's kind of like, I suppose what you could say, like teen horror almost, but mm. sort of well written teen horror with a with a concept as opposed to just Bye Bye Man <laughs> or something. But it's just kind of worrying to see like if he's if I don't know because I haven't really thought of it's it's almost like it's getting a gritty reboot, which it's not something mm. that. Like, uh, it's not something that I ever felt would need a gritty reboot, and I'm just worried that this is kind of the way that they're, that Netflix might be going with some things, and that they, they take classic stuff and they think, we can't sell this as it is, we'll, we'll, we'll make yeah. it different because we're Netflix. And I kind of just wanted Death Note. Yeah, I just wanted, wanted it <laughs> yeah. as it was. Like, and there's problems with sort of the ending. There's definitely problems with the ending, and so they could fix small things but the fact that you're kind of changing the tone of something is kind of strange with i don't know that's just something i wanted to get out because it's sort of news mm. and also it's something that i saw is it going to be do you, is it going to be set uh, this is a dumb question of course it's not i was going to say is it going to be with asian people no and is it going to be set that is going to be in I, america I with americans don't remember confirmation that it's in america but they're not going to sell it as a Japanese film. Yeah, it was, it was a stupid question. They might do what they did with, like, the Grudge remake, where it's set in Japan, <laughs> but it's about the American people that moved to there. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. But it's, it's, it's as well, they're going to have to change small things with that, because there's a few, like, cultural things, or things that are, like, specific to location with that, which is quite strange, mm. but, I mean, that's stuff that they can easily get around, and that's... I wouldn't expect them to make a foreign language... In a foreign country. Oh, I wasn't saying foreign language, no, no, but yeah, yeah, but... yeah, like like the girl with the dragon tattoo remake. Yeah, exactly. It's still set in Sweden, isn't mm. it? Like they're they're all they're all still called Blomfkist and everything, but they're speaking. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not Swedish. Yeah. Like, I c- they can still definitely be really good. Our David Fincher, but I m- I have to. There's mm. there must be something in the David Fincher version that's lost because of that change. Like there must be. He he's probably gained a lot from the fact that he's a quality director, but there must be like bits and I don't know bits that cultural yeah, things. Yeah. Anyway, um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about at all? I haven't. I didn't come into this with anything. No. Do you have anything lined up? Uh, you haven't come up with anything. No, I I wasn't prepared at all. I've been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I will load up the uh, the uh, the news website. And just, just, I'll try, try and, uh, try and find something. Go, go through the news. Speaking, yeah, I know. I did, I did read that they are um talking about rebooting, Spawn, which is cool Spawn. because Spawn's, Spawn's always been Spawn was is a comic book character, and he was he had like a movie in nineteen ninety seven or something like that, and it was terrible. But the thing is, Spawn has always been like the top of my list of superhero movies that I kind of want. Not because, not not because the first one's good, but because it has potential. It is 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 a is it's like a Daredevil situation mm. where like it, it doesn't need to be bad. But the problem is, no one's ever gonna. I thought no one's ever gonna make a Spawn movie again because of what happened. But um, they're talking about doing Spawn again. They're talking about doing it R, and this is one that actually should be R. This isn't like you know the new trend where everything's getting rebooted. R like like Spawn should be R, and so I I kind of got I got excited for that one because Spawn is probably top of my list of the current superhero characters that 
don't already have films. Like, you wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the fact that literally everybody gets a film now. Like, it is almost by virtue of the fact that fucking Ant-Man has a movie now, that, that Spawn is, is, it should feel left out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it could, it, could, it could be good. Spawn is an interesting character. It, the problem is, is that it's one of those supernatural action things, and I can't think of a single one that's been good. What is Spawn's ever. thing? Power. So Spawn, Spawn is like a, a bad dude who uh, he <laughs> he's just he, a bad he dude. makes like a he he makes a deal with uh, the devil to come back to life. So his supernatural mm. powers. And uh, he see he's he's kind of hired by the de- if I'm remembering this correctly, I think the devil kind of basically makes him into a weapon to kind of get other demons or whatever that are you know running loose or not behaving by the rules. So he's he's almost like a bit like Ghost Rider in the sense that Ghost Rider is sort of supposed to work for the devil, but then kind of that sounds doesn't. that sounds a bit like a bit of Hell Rider, a bit of uh, Hellboy, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And these powers, I mean, he, he's got, like, a cape that actually sort of, like, moves and bends to his will and can do weird things. He's got guns. He uses a lot of guns, and he's undead, mm. obviously. So he, he's got... It's more just the fact that it, it's... It's got... Like, I don't know the character that well. I just know... Enough to know that I always thought it could be good if it wasn't for the fact that the first film was so bad. Mm. But I haven't like got that much like that much knowledge of him, but I do know that it is a cool concept. He is like a a proper anti-hero as well. I think he's quite violent, quite edgy, quite selfish, quite like, not heroic at all in a way that might be kind of cool. Mm. Like like not not sort of like. The, the general depiction of superhero anti-heroes where they're kind of like the guardians where they're kind of bad guys but really they're not they 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 they, they do the, like i think spawn is properly dark properly um pro- like a proper anti-hero he's also um created by Todd McFarlane who cr- who created uh, venom who created what sir and he looks a bit venom oh okay that's cool and I did the whole black suit Spider-Man mm. story, so it's that kind of tone and that kind of, you know, if you think black suit Spider-Man story kind of level of darkness, but with a bit more R-ratedness, mm. and yeah, it could be cool. He looks cool as well. That's his. He's got a cool costume. You should look up Spawn and the costume. <laughs> so anyway, R-rated Spawn. I I don't know. I'd be on board, but I don't know how many people. It could be another dread situation. Where there's people like me that are on board, but not enough people will see it. But at least you got dread. Like yeah. the dread, like I'm. I would really like a second one, but at the same yeah. time, I'm very happy with what I've got with that. That's true. And it was such That's a. True. It was such a self-contained film. They didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was setting up for a sequel that I'd never get. It just felt like... No, that is true. It just felt like a, t- a TV special, almost, for a TV series that I never got. Yeah. Like, and I... No, that's like, true. And I really, I really just liked that, and that felt like a continuation of that. So Spawn... Right, here we go. So he was a highly trained Marine 
And he makes a deal with an evil being, not the devil then, in exchange for his soul, so that he could see his wife again. Uh, but when he returns to the real That's world, good. five years have passed, and he's a, a demonic creature with little memory of his former self. And he seeks, he goes to look for his wife, and she's married to some other dude. And then he, they, 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 they do spawn stuff. But like to, to give you a, to give you a good idea <laughs> so of it, so he he like, makes his wife and they spawn stuff. <laughs> so right, look, if I give you, so he faced like thugs and gangs and stuff, being a dark, brutal antihero, but. He starts like murdering pedophiles and child murderers and stuff. So you know it's yeah. dark. Like it's it's properly properly dark. Right, hi Jack here. Quick note. Um Harrison's phone stopped recording at this point. So it has the rest of the episode has kind of been lost. Um basically we, after this I'm just gonna cut right to the kind of outro and, and after that after the outro we'll be discussing some sort of spoilery bits of Don't Breathe. We already talked about it a bit before the outro, so sorry if there's like bits missing and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we so credits, then if you haven't seen the film, free, free, feel free to skip the rest of it, or, um, or you can listen to our kind of spoilery thoughts on Don't Breathe. Cool. Right, that's Real Opinions Podcast. Um, we've done... It's our fourth one now. Uh, you can find us on... Oh, I'm going to try and be a proper host this time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, mainly YouTube. YouTube's where all the reviews go, and you can listen to all of the podcasts as well if you don't like subscribe to any of those services. Like We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, so you can just search Real Opinions, and we're there. Although, I don't know how you're listening to this without knowing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and if, if you want, you can email us. Our email is on the page as well. Well, we're, we're on Twitter as Real Opinions. We're both on Twitter individually as Jack Grace, Jacksy Gracie and was it Harry Bow? I don't know the numbers. 217. Harry Bow 217. Great. Um, yeah, and, and then until, until we have time to record another one. At this point, if you're still listening, we're about to spoil Don't Breathe. Right. That sounds good. Right. So my problem is that, okay, so I'm going to go through like all the little technical problems that I remember from the ending. Okay. In that how, did the, how did the blind man get out of the handcuffs at the end? I don't remember, but to be fair, I haven't seen the film in a week. No, week. no, it's in. It's, I, don't I don't think it's that you don't remember. It's just that they literally give nothing. There's nothing oh. that he's just put in handcuffs, and then they get to the door. And I thought, when the guy gets shot, I thought that was going to be, mm. oh, the police were called, but the police shot him. Yeah, I thought that yeah, too. And I thought that I thought would that be too. like at least an interesting twist on it that he he saved her, but in the same time he damned himself. Like, that's kind of what they mm. were going for the whole time. Like, it's kind of like a a reverse fake-out of what they did with the body and the shears earlier, which I thought was mm. good. I mean, I, th- I actually believe yeah. it. Like, it wasn't a fake-out that I saw coming. Um, but yeah, that kind of bothered me, that it was just like, oh, okay, he's just he's just up, and he's, he's evil, he's, some, he's got a gun again, okay. Then they round that off. He gets... Sh- old man shot, fallen in the... Wait... Okay, there's like a roundabout. He gets beaten up. Yeah, and then he falls down again. Right. So he falls down that hole just as the police van is showing up. There is no possible way that. So I thought, like, oh, okay, so he cleaned. When I saw the news report, I thought, okay, so he's cleaned up the evidence, made it look like he ha- he was just attacked, 
sorted everything like so that it's like the 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 police van police car literally shows up is pulling up as she's running away she i thought did they see her there was literally no possible way that he could have cleaned up all that evidence in time what evidence blood everywhere dead but that's his blood Uh, he thought he was fighting back against them they they knew that didn't they well they're they knew he was fighting back against there them. There must be so much forensic evidence everywhere because they were. Uh, there's stuff in every single room. The only thing I would question is what they're going to think of the turkey base. Exactly. That's, that's what's downstairs. So sure, maybe he could get rid of the girl's body, but how are you going to get rid of a mattress den that you've built and <laughs> a harness? <laughs> a load of semen. And a vial of semen. I mean, I suppose that's the first thing you want to go. I mean, and it's just like, and sure, like you there must be so much circumstantial evidence in that house that there's no mm. way that he could make up a story off the top of his head for why everyone was where they were. Like, it, mm. and that, that bothered me, and the fact that it was just like, if if the car hadn't arrived, then then I could have, in my at least, could have, I could have believed that he cleaned it all up. But the fact that they showed the car arriving instantly, that bothered me. And that was just like... Mm. It, 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 it made the sequel grasp at the end all the more forced for me fair enough my my main issue was that the sequel thing didn't end with him like it just sort of ended with he's alive yeah but it didn't sort of end with he's following her or she's looking for it, it was just she's he's alive mm. and then they get in the plane and it, and it's that shot of of them walking to the plane or wherever there's a train mm. i don't know to wherever she's walking and i kept like looking around the screen like yes Mm. Yeah. Oh no, she's just gone. She's just gone. Oh. It was. It was. Why is that there? Almost like I felt. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go go so fast to say cheated, but I just felt disappointed at the end of that because it was such a interesting and like they managed to pull the most out of this house that they kind of not possibly mm. could, but they managed to pull a lot out of this setting and a lot out of this premise, and yet they kind of just left the ending to be something generic. Yeah. Like, that's what I, I didn't like that it just ended with... And then she gets back in the house. He drags her back to the house. So I was like, oh, God, what next? Yeah. What next? She she gets up and he gets confused by noises and she hits him. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was very strange oh. that he's, like, <laughs> suddenly now, like, hypersensitive to sound. Yeah, because how was he shooting guns before, and in in a, <laughs> yeah. in a basement where everything echoes, mm. like? But it was just I I don't even know why like why have her escape, to get brought back to then just beat him up, like, the way it goes is she she sticks the turkey baster in his mouth, mm. handcuffs him, runs away, she gets chased by the dog, mm. she escapes the dog, she locks the dog in the car. Then he knocks her out, drags her back to the house, and so you're like, okay, so what next? Mm. She gets up, beats him up, and leaves again. She gets dragged back the ha- back to the house to be there for like two minutes just to beat him up and go. Yeah, I get your argument. For some reason, I was I thought that she escaped the house and then she got locked in the basement. For some reason, no, no, but it's no, no, it's afterwards. Yeah, it's afterwards. yeah. which again, yeah, which if anything, they should have done it so that she came, she. Like, she went back to the house after that. Like, as mm. in the t- turkey baster stuff should have come just as she was at the very end. I mean... Yeah. 
it did make it all the more threatening when she was being pulled back to the house because she knew that she wasn't just being pulled back to be killed. And it gave a reason for her to mm. be pulled back to the house, I suppose. That's true. Yeah. So I'm kind of arguing myself I like the film. I, I do just think it, it, it just sort yeah, of... Yeah, again, these are nitpicky points. It went blah towards I the end. I think that just shows that I appreciated this film. Oh, I like, I respected this film more than most horror films and that they're such... One, all my problems are basically towards the very end. And all the problems are mm. that it didn't do what it was doing for the rest of the film beforehand. So yeah. it was... Yeah. Yeah, I thought the... Um, God damn it, what's it called? Panic Room reference wasn't as... Mm. Wasn't... Have you seen Panic yeah, Room? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. as overt as I thought it would be from your review, but it was definitely there. Well, that opening, that shot is that that, that, shot. that singular that shot. that shot, and it was just the the other two things I will actually credit Chris Stutman for pointing out is that she has the same hair as Jodie Foster in Panic Room, and her boyfriend has the exact same hair as Jared Leto in Panic Room. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, he's I'll sort of similarish that. character to 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 Jared Leto as well. I thought some of the stuff with the vents was vaguely similar, but not that. Much. Yeah, well, no, that is no, no. Well, there is that bit that that was one of the bits I thought of where she crawls. And she gets to the end of the vent to where she's like outside, mm. and that's exactly the same yeah. as as Panic Room when they when they crawl out there and start yelling to get heard mm. or something, and no one can hear. Them. Yeah. Um. Like as in when when I thought that I I saw Panic Room with my family, and I also saw this with my family, so I mentioned it, and they didn't. Mm. Like as in. Oh, fair enough. I would like uh, we make the connection obviously, but I thought it was it was just teetering on the edge of. People that are oh, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was like obnoxious. No, no, no. I, I was I fine with it. So. I, I was. Like, I was. It, fine I agree with, it. with what you said in the review in that it's. It's basically just taking from that film, but it's taking something that's very useful and very like it has a, a strong yeah, it, purpose for setting up the entirety of the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah, and when it is a single location film. People need to know that single location off by heart very yeah. well. Yeah, they and do. So, yeah, because that's that's how you get tension. Otherwise, like, there's only going to be tension if you know that when he's here, he's this close to yeah, here, exactly. and, and you mm, can figure so. out how far he is away from things. Yeah, and one tracking shot is a good way of doing that because one, it gives a space a sense of how far, how long it takes mm. to travel from place to place because the camera's moving at the same speed, and then also two. When it's unbroken, people are. I think people are a lot find it a lot easier to connect where places are if it's unbroken. Mm. So like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot easier than showing like like if you're doing directions, you can just show left, right, left, right, left. If you go with that, mm. people are more likely to remember which way they went, and so that's. Mm. And so it's definitely there's a lot of reasons for it being there, and I quite like like exactly. Well, I just yeah, they, this, basically this... just really agreed with what you said in that in that part. This... There's absolutely nothing wrong with homaging either. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. And it's not like... Was, it's not what did you think of the... It's not a trope. Like, it's not so much that... It's, no. And no. It's, it was like, it's it's a one film thing that people... That like, people are pointing to a single film as opposed to like, oh, it's like every house invasion film. So... Yeah. Decent. What did you think of the way they did Night Vision? Uh, okay. Wasn't blown away by it. I, I quite like it, and my reasoning is that a lot of the time I watch films with people who don't understand what movie dark is. Mm. You know, they, they see characters 
stumbling around in the dark doing this. And they go, but it's light, I can see. And and they don't understand that it's supposed to be dark, darker than it looks, mm. and that they're just letting us see. And I thought it was a good way of, of making, like, you're allowed to see, but they can't see shit. Because they put, you know, those, like, uh, they put, like, uh, contact lenses in to dilate their eyes. Oh, they're contact lenses. So, oh, so yeah. I actually thought that they did it in some kind of dark room or something like that. Because no. that's, that's a good, no. yeah, that was actually the dilation mm. of the eyelids, or eyes, sorry, mm. is actually what, that sold it to me more than That's the what color. made it, yeah. Like, yeah. And it was, because it and makes it, the, the contact lenses. a slightly creepy edge. But also, people recognize yeah. it as like a natural thing, as opposed to like a forced thing. But I definitely understand yeah. your movie darkness thing because that's thinking about it. That's exactly what some of my family would say. Like they'd say, like, "Oh, he's yeah. over there." My mum would too. See him. <laughs> like, but and I, I like that we are now the first film that I can kind of remember it being in is Sicario, but where we've moved away from luminescent green night vision to oh infrared. i see it's all to, to actual night vision yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's outlast out vision night vision. basically and it's 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 so much better in every possible way mm-hmm. it's creepy i definitely i think it's creepier for de- definitely i don't I, I can't think of any film where i've thought that oh i love this bright green night vision unless it was something like the only, the only way I could ever possibly say it is if, like, you were doing, like, Splinter Cell or something like that, where it's become iconic. Yeah. But that's the only thing mm. I could see why, a reason why you'd put it in a film. Mm. Anyway, that's that's all I have to talk about, unless there's something you want to point out as well, spoilery. Oh, well, I, it's, not, it's not spoiler. This is not, this is, uh, the reason I didn't say this in my review is because it's the stupidest thing to say ever in a review because it's not the film's fault it's just something that annoyed me like outside of the film that happened to impact my viewing of the film <laughs> and that's the, remember when you no 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 it's not that. do you remember when you sent me that tweet that was about um was it birth movies death where they had that article that spoiled the uh the film in their headline oh yeah was that don't breathe and it's yeah, it said "Don't breathe." Uh, the review said something like "Don't breathe" is nasty and boring, and that's before. And then spoil, and yeah. then they put the, the the thing to cover up what the spoil was, and what it says is, and that's before it gets rapey. But I thought it was going to be something like because they were saying, "Oh, don't breathe" is conventional, boring. And like using things that are overused, I thought I genuinely thought it was going to have zombies. Oh, really? I genuinely thought it was going to be "Don't breathe" is blah blah blah, and that's before the zombies show up. And so <laughs> I thought he was keeping his daughter underneath the attic. And when actually, like the people, the and when the people, when he was like, "Oh, we know what's down there, and we're gonna get it," and I was like, "No, he thinks you mean the zombie," but there wasn't a zombie. And it really let me down because it starts like that. I start with this spoil, this spoiler mm. thing, and I'm like, "Ooh." What what happens later on in Don't Breathe? I wonder. And then I watch another review and they go, the thing that bothered me about Don't Breathe was that towards the end, a new element is added into the film that I didn't think was necessary. And I was like, a new element? Like monsters? And, and then another review said it and they all start saying, a new element is introduced. And when you hear new element, you don't think a new plot point. You think a new yeah. thing. 
a, a thing, and I was so sure that there was going to be like the, the a twist towards the end was that there was going to be something something supernatural is going to be living in the house with him, and that's why he wants them to yeah. go. And and I was so excited for monsters to show up, and they just didn't. I couldn't criticize the film for that. I couldn't, like there were no monsters, but I was so <laughs> sure there was going to be because of those because of fucking birth movies death. I mean, it's not his fault. It published an actual spoiler, which is even worse. Mm. But I just don't get. Yeah. Well, no. The idea, the idea of why they can think they can do it is because I didn't like this film. Yeah. Therefore, or I don't care exactly. if I've spoiled it for other people. And yeah, which is so douchey, well, especially like which I've if seen it a is a film that internet. generally, especially if it's a film that generally people are liking and that mm. generally people are going to like. Like if you spoil. Jack and Jill. I don't give a shit. The Jack, and, the Adam Sandler fans can have it spoiled for them. But but when it is a film that a lot of people like, I don't like The Conjuring, but I wouldn't spoil The Conjuring for people that might like The Conjuring. And there's going to be a lot of people that probably will like Don't Breathe. So to just do that is just a douche move. It's just a douchebag thing to do. Have fun with your pizza. Again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll see you soon. Okay. See yeah. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.